What You Missed on Weekend Mornings with Jason Dacey. Only on Money FM 89.3. We're discussing the beautiful game on Money FM 89.3. The new paper columnist Neil Humphreys, award winning author, writes about football. For the new paper, he's written many books on football. And the question is Has Spurs manager Mauricio Pochettino lost the plot? Yeah. He's defended his record at Tottenham. He hasn't won a trophy yet. He argues that claiming silverware would only serve to build egos rather yeah. than maintain progress after seeing his team knocked out of a second domestic cup competition in four days. We're talking about the Carabao Cup semi final defeat by Chelsea on mm. Thursday, and then there was the FA Cup defeat at the hands of Crystal Palace. And Spurs are not really challenging for the title anymore. It seems that that's over. Mm. Are we being too harsh on Mauricio Pochettino by saying he's got his priorities wrong? Well, haven't you heard, Jason? I mean, thanks to Pochettino, West Ham, my old side, are now the Barcelona of world football (laughs) because they haven't won anything since since 1980. So by Pochettino's estimation, they're the greatest thing since sliced bread. (laughs) Utter nonsense. I wrote a column... Uh, for the new paper about this uh, earlier in the week, and I am his biggest fan. Mm. I, I really am, and I still am. What he has achieved with Tottenham, for anyone who's not familiar, a bit of perspective, they are building a new stadium. Mm. It's completely gone over budget, as everybody with a smidgen of economic understanding knew was going to happen. You cannot knock down and rebuild an entire stadium from scratch in a year. Unless you're Singapore and you can. Yeah. But you can't do that in North London. You just can't. So it was always going to be delayed, Tottenham's new home. It's costs. It's blown its budget by several hundred million. Mm. Every day they are not there. It's mm-hmm. costing hundreds of thousands of pounds. They've got to pay to rent Wembley Stadium where they currently are. So they have no money. They bought no players in the, in the summer transfer window. I don't think they bought any in this one either. So that's the entire season with not a single player. They're playing up front with a striker called Fernando Llorente, yeah. Llorente who's about 75 years old. God, he's been around a long time. Looks he like had a giraffe. A plays second, like a giraffe. It's his second stint, isn't it, in um, Premier League? He's been around a while. I know. I'm going to borrow that wonderful <laughs> Australian quote. He's got a touch like a trampoline, <laughs> which is my all-time favourite quote. He's a big lad. <laughs> he's a big lad. Well, he almost makes Usain Bolt look coordinated. Almost. So they're playing with a guy up front who shouldn't be there, Mm -hmm. and yet, and Mm. yet, they're still in the top four. Mm. They're still third. Yeah. And not a million miles away from second spot. All of that is complimentary. But when they went out of a second cup in four days, Mm. as you mentioned, and his response was cups build egos. We're not here to build egos. We're here to build success. And success is the top four. That's when he lost me. Mm. That was when the one time. I'll play the foreigner card because I hate these lazy, wheezing, <laughs> unmore pundits that go on about Johnny Foreigner, Johnny Foreigner. You know, he doesn't understand the game. Mm. I think he understands the game just fine. But what I don't, and I think he understands the FA Cup, but what I don't think he entirely gets is that an English football supporter, I would hope, like any football supporter, wants to win stuff. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter if it's yeah. an egg and spoon race, yeah. a game of tiddlywinks, mm. a game of blackjack, the mudge. The Def Cup. Exactly. <laughs> you want to win something, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Because you can't take a check or a bank balance on an open-top bus parade. You can't. I know Arsene Wenger would love to hold a check up going, look at this, we're in the black, woo top four, look at my trophy, look at my trophy. Well, this is Money FM. We know it's a very important to balance budgets. I'm a big fan of Mauricio Pochettino. Of course, he was in, uh, he's you know from Argentina, he was in La Liga. I think it was Espanyol he managed. He came to Southampton and yep. did very well with them. He built up his name and went to Spurs. He's been touted as a future Manchester United boss, although that seems probably remote now, looking at how mm. 
Oli Gunnar Solskjaer has been doing. But his brand has definitely suffered, I think, over yes. this because I think he hasn't been saying some smart things. In fact, the other thing I should point out, he barely could speak English when uh, he first arrived in England. Now he's got pretty good English. Yeah. So one wonders if this was a... Uh, Perhaps uh, lost in translation. Maybe he got this uh, translation wrong. Well, it could be. I mean, Sarri's, uh, the Chelsea manager, yeah. is having a lot of problems with things being lost in translation mm-hmm. at the moment. So I would have given him the benefit of the doubt, as you mentioned, if he was still at Southampton. Yeah. But his English is pretty darn no, impressive. He, he's very know. good. Very and, smart guy. And he, and he clarified his comments just recently, but he still didn't back down. Mm. His point was, and I get it from an economic perspective, a team like Spurs, who doesn't have the global reach, in Singapore and other countries that Manchester United and Liverpool has, has to keep finishing in the top four to stay relevant financially. I kind of get that. But this is the bigger issue. And you say about Money FM, and I'd love to know what our listeners think about this, because this gets down to me, the fundamental crux of this current issue about English football. What is it about? Mm. Is it about money or is it about winning? If it's about money, then he's right. I get tired of hearing about Manchester United winning nothing, but they've got a noodle sponsor in Vietnam. (laughs) You know, they've got a paint sponsor in Malaysia. What does that mean? Unless I'm a Man U fan and I want to buy a tin of paint that's got a Man U badge on it, Mm. that doesn't mean anything Mm. to me. Mm. Eating my bowl of Manchester United noodles while Jose Mourinho is killing us with his lousy football ain't going to make the noodles Mm. taste any better. Yeah, so, we should point out too to Money FM listeners who may not be so au fait when it comes to football that finishing the top four guarantees extra money for the next season because that team in the top four from England plays in the UEFA Champions League, that's right. which generates massive revenues through TV yeah. and sponsorship. Correct. So that's why we're saying that you know there might be an open top bus parade with a with a check you know for the. Or just hold up the league table. Yeah, hold up the league table fourth. No, and this is the problem with modern sport that yes, you achieve much less financially from actually winning something Mm. than you do finishing in a position that's not even on the Olympic podium. You know, you're finishing (laughs) fourth. So this is the weird situation. We are celebrating the pursuit of failure. Mm. And a lot of the old farts who say, oh, it's all about winning. Liverpool legend Steve Nichols says this all the time. And I do agree with him that we are celebrating failure. Yeah. Finishing fourth, if you're a big club, is not a success. No. If you're Leicester City, yes, and yeah. so on. Or West but, Ham. Sorry. Oh, oh, West Ham. <laughs> not getting relegated is a, is a ticket tape parade. <laughs> right? Hey, we didn't get relegated. Where's the bus? Where's the bus? Um, so, no, I agree with that, that, you know, it, you've got to take it, you've got to put the cups into context. But I feel that no nine-year-old kicking a ball around his void deck, you know, Mm, scores a mythical mm, goal mm. past the old stone benches and says, yay, I got 16 million euros for qualifying (laughs) for the Champions League. (laughs) Nobody does that. So to me, it's all about what is sport all about? And in essence, it's about, it's got to be about winning, right? It's got to be about team A beating team B. Mm. And that's where I think Pochettino's a bit wrong. What do you think? Uh, Look, I I think you're right. I think uh, he is a bit wrong as much as I admire him. I think he's probably a bit worried about the way things are going because if you've never won a trophy, you know, before, it it becomes a bit of a stumbling block. But on a happier note, how about um, Peter Crouch at the age of 38 returning to the Premier League? I should say Singapore raised, quote unquote. Yeah, what do you mean by that? Qualify that statement. Well, look, you know, Peter Crouch, a lot of uh, listeners will remember him as a very tall striker for, of course, Liverpool. Uh, He played for Tottenham. He played for QPR even, Aston Villa. He played for many clubs. Mm. 
he he was born in England, but as a as a, a youngster, he came to Singapore and lived because his parents were working in advertising, and his father was posted to Singapore right. on an advertising contract. And I did an interview with Peter Crouch several years ago, and he told me that he learnt Mandarin before he learned English. Is that right? Yes. I did not know that. Yes. And I think he was here from, you know, from maybe the ages of three till six or something mm. like that. You know, not, not that long. But, of course, he came here and played in Singapore a few years ago. Um, at that time, I think he was playing for Stoke. And, you know, he's always had a soft spot for Singapore. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, look, it's, it's great to see him at the age of 38, the same age that Roger, Roger Federer will turn this year in August. Yeah. He was born in 81 as well, going to back to the Premier League in this recent transfer window. Well, the Singapore connection explains everything because when he came up with that famous, stiff, robotic yes, dance yes. celebration, I've seen that a million times at Zouk. <laughs> so, so I know now that that dance is, is clumsily Singaporean. He yeah, dances like yeah. a Singaporean, like me. Yeah, yeah. And I love him because I'm a lanky beanpole. Yeah. He's a lanky beanpole. He makes bean you pole. look short, though, He does. It? He gives hope to the beanpoles. Yeah, yeah. And the thing about Peter Crouch is that um, he is without a doubt the most self-deprecating guy. Mm. Look, when you look like us, Jason, you have to be. He's such a funny guy. He's just brought out his autobiography. And if anybody hasn't read it, I've read it. It is laugh out loud, stand-up comedy funny. Mm. One of the greatest questions he was ever asked, he said, what would you be, Peter Crouch, if you was not a professional footballer? His answer, a virgin. (laughs) (laughs) I take my hat off. Absolutely stunning. Peter Crouch, love him forever. All right. Well, this has been the beautiful game segment here on Money FM. Be sure to read Neil's articles in the new paper. He writes uh, some witty columns on football, whether it's the Premier League or anything else. Read it in the new paper. This is Money FM 89.3.